1: I'm not going to worry about your level of concern.
0: we talking about Twitter. Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. The Pittsburgh Steelers, not the Baltimore Ravens, as of this morning. Are a playoff team. We mock ourselves.
1: That's right. It's time for what Jin's talking about. Celebrating the 2023 off-season champion Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> We're here to expose the hot and toxic takes on the internet, social media, and beyond. I'm Kyle Kreiss. Here with me is Greg Benavent. Hello, and on the ones and twos, center field number eighteen, Andy Van. Thank you. Happy to be here. Happy to have you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into it, with uh, well, you know, coming up in the second half, we'll, we'll blame Canada for for some things. We'll oh, play the, oh, good. Play the hits. Maybe we'll talk <laughs> Hall of Honor hey. and why I found some hot takes even in the Hall of Honor discussion. Is it possible? It is. I'll bring you that. Sure, it is. In the second half, do we have any apologies or retractions? Uh, Not
0: not yet, but I'm sure they'll be soon to come on my end.
1: I have one apology uh, (laughs) to Steeler Nation because I was hyping up this Lev Bell Snoop collab, and then I think Lev, uh, I think he uh, it was snake oil, man. That was he. It was like Snoop was in the animated
0: video, but I didn't
1: hear him on the track. So, oh, okay, uh,
0: But, but. but I mean, was it like? Did you hear Snoop's voice, or was it just like an image of cartoon? That's what I'm Stokes? telling you.
1: It was. It was just. Ah. Uh,
0: you know, it was. I, I felt swindled. Swindled. Th- th- I th- I th- no, I think we're going to accept swindled on that. It's, it's it's like the bakery, but being lied to. Well, let's get to the real news because
1: it's not just training camp is back. We're finally in pads. That's right. It's time for contact. <laughs>
0: Contact time. That's the first time you've played a song that I don't think I knew the original. I don't think I'd ever heard that before. What? I, 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 yeah, between this and the cookie tray at the wedding, there's a lot I'm learning about this season. Well, yeah, I guess you got to get caught up
1: on your electric company. Uh, <laughs> the it's time—it's contact time—is mm. here. Let's get to the takes. Mm. Not always good to be contact, right? Let's start with at Carter Critiques. Christopher Carter. Hmm. Corey Trice is down. It doesn't look good. Trainer's working on the right knee. His rookie season is done. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, as sad as that is, this will have... Uh, roster ramifications,
0: you know? I mean, like, I would say James Pierre is probably now a lock. Yeah, they hired, they brought in a couple new guys immediately. Well, I think just even worse than that is in the case of Trice, that's why he was available in the seventh round because he had so many injuries in college or he'd have gone a lot sooner than that. I mean, I I saw that and I immediately felt I mean, you feel bad when anyone's injured, but geez, you know, a guy that there was a good, a bit hype about coming in to the training camp and the first, one of the early practices out for the year, that is a real, real shame. The injuries
1: keep coming mm-hmm. at Jason, Jason Shetler, that sports guy depending on how long Kazee is out for, this could mean Patrick Peterson seen some time at strong safety come preseason, in addition to Keanu Neal. So Kazee, he was in the boot, he's out of the boot, but I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, this this still could be a week's, not day's injury. Uh, So now we're already seeing Pat Peterson in the safety. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's like the secondary, which had, uh, I I would say not as many question marks, maybe, but now after, uh, you know, just a couple days in pads, I'm like, okay, I'd like to see this secondary. Actually. Oh,
0: yeah. This is why they have to have as much depth as possible. And this kind of buttresses Khan's idea about throwing as many different things at the wall as possible. It, uh, this this injury is a little interesting because I think Tomlin that day said day to day. And then the next day, Kazi uh, 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 himself said week to week. So I think uh, I imagine that means sooner versus later, but that doesn't mean like uh week one against San Francisco.
1: Yeah, you have to understand at this point of the season where you're not required to put out an injury report, Tomlin mm-hmm. doesn't want to talk at all. So right. whenever you bring exactly. up injuries, he's like, I don't want to talk about it. Or right. you know, like week to week, did it. it's like Right, exactly. Just using these things that don't mean anything. Yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. it's you're not gonna get uh necessarily the info straight from the source on that. It's gonna least. be as bad as the NHL. <laughs> um all right, more more injuries. At Alfonso Graham too, Alfonso Graham, you know, mm. when I, when you come out of a storm, you won't be the same person you walked in. Suffer a torn labrum in my shoulder. I promise the comeback will be amazing. So, you know, mm. the only Steeler we could get on our show is uh, no longer a Steeler. Yeah. I, I hope we didn't give him the curse. I feel like I gave Chase Claypool the Christ bump, and then that got him out of town. And now Alfonso Graham... Uh, am i the jinx no no
0: no i mean i i i i i, I wasn't gonna say it no i mean it's it, it's still two okay look at it this way if somebody was suggesting that there was a jinx like someone on the outside we'd be like hey it's two things they are just two places that that two is still coincidence you know what i right. mean that's not a jinx yet that's you can have two incomplete passes you can have two the other team makes a great play you know like so it's not it's i mean this it's not on you it's not on you certainly i just felt terrible seeing this i mean it again it, not Maybe not as much hype as Trace, but there was some hype around this Graham guy that he was that he had a role to fill on the team. That uh, that he was going to be able to contribute. I mean, I remember Baron Batch. That's what I thought of when I saw the injury. But uh, this is a shame, and I, I certainly hope uh, he's right he comes you're out exactly of the stronger. Right. Yeah. yeah, you're exactly
1: right. You know, not well. You know, when he was going to be a special teams contributor. Uh, so now,
0: you know, it's looking like it's looking like Gunner really is more and more of a lock. I don't know. I don't uh, know. I, I think it's too early for us. I think they've got so many guys. I mean, they're there's because as soon as each of these guys goes down, they bring in another guy to get them back to 90 guys. So I think they have a, a lot of ways to go. But yeah, but that's what was Tomlin's line the other day as the lines get shorter and i think that, that, that there are certainly uh, if you can stand in those shorter lines you do have a better chance of uh, getting through this what
1: the lines in the practice reps what's that yeah mean? Yeah. yeah
0: it's as, as in the lines get shorter cuz guys are either hurt or a old and don't need to do this um one more injury front <laughs> At Steelers if underscore that's what Chris B. was. Oh, I guess yeah. I guess this wasn't an injury, actually. Yeah, you're
1: right. Maybe above the neck injury. Maybe uh, at Steelers <laughs> underscore Chris B. Chris Barbara. farewell to the young mullet. You know, he was uh, he was he was destined to be a camp darling, but. Uh, but the shortest Steeler hero, shortest career yes. of a
0: Steeler hero. Oh, yeah. I mean, the one thing, you know, I did think about this when, when, he, when he retired was that we there were those reports back when they signed him. Like he had to sit and talk with his family about does he want to go into the farming business, the family farming business, or does he want to go to camp? And everyone laughed like that was a joke. It's like apparently that's a pretty serious conversation. If after two days of your tro- La Trobe, you're like, I'd rather farm. Yeah, you know, it's uh, I know it's been hot,
1: Mm -hmm. but I think this just goes to show, you know, it's I mean, he's an Iowa guy. It wasn't like this guy's Alcorn State. This guy was Big Ten. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. um, There's a different level, even even at the elite colleges to the NFL in, in on the mental side, on the
0: physical side. All of it, all of the above. And also, I want to piggyback on that. What I imagine is everyone from, like, Roethlisberger to, like, guys from the CFL have said how honest Tomlin is when you arrive and how honest Tomlin is to you. So I wouldn't be surprised if somebody said, hey, kid, you know, do your best. Da, 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 da. This is going to be a tough roster to crack for the second fullback.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a tough roster for any of, the, any of these. I mean, even, mm-hmm. you know, Corey Trice, you say seventh rounder. You would think that even that is right. not guaranteed. Right. Okay. Um... Let's get to some fun news. How about... (laughs) At NFL Rookie Watch, NFL Rookie Watch, George Pickens said in a recent interview that he's the best wide receiver in the entire world. Pickens says that he kills DBs who are overthinkers. And then he called out Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey as overthinkers. So not only is he the best, these DBs are dummies, and then these two legit... NFL players. at least
0: one of which is going to the hall of fame and the other might i i don't know howard stats as soon as i saw this i i made that same noise i just did here like do we have to do this again i mean you can be a very good very talented wide receiver without telling everyone within earshot you are the best in the world
1: yeah you know who uh you know who doesn't tell people they're the best in the world the best people who are best
0: in the world. Well, I mean, yes <laughs> a, yes, and no. Like, I was thought you were going to say Jerry Rice, in which case, oh. like, I definitely would agree to that. But I thought, like, ah, Moss probably said that somewhere along the way. Well, I mean, I don't have Or uh, AB certainly was not uh, shy about his own accomplishments. But guys like um, Megatron, uh, again, I don't know a lot about the guy, but he doesn't strike me as a whole lot of uh, looking how great I was kind of dude. I don't like,
1: remember, you know, Paul Amalu telling you how great he was and everyone knew it.
0: I don't remember um, Minka telling you how right. great he was even but T-J- i'm not don't don't sure TJ. they're his peer but I, I i mean i the only and i believe me i agree with you 100 on this but the only thing i would say to that is those guys aren't pickens peers okay his, the, his, right. peer, his peers are the other wide receivers in this i mean what you said was right but i mean it's what i also thought was interesting He picked guys avian howard and jalen ramsey who again truly great careers probably two maybe two all-famers but also not like the big guys today you know, like these are guys that like Pickens like watched on TV. Like not, he's not saying up. greedy. He's not calling out uh, right what's or his like name? <laughs> uh, you know. It's I don't even know who the big corners are right now, but I know the that the Jets, those, the guy from the Jets. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's Sauce. Like it's Sauce is a stud, yeah. but I mean it's who also I think this guy very much a peer of Pickens. But um, but yeah, but it's again, it's the guys that like he saw on TV that he might have played in Madden in college. Like, I mean, I think he's certainly the best
1: wide receiver. In the world in preseason, That's
0: right? He's, he's looked truly great in the preseason. Yeah, and there's been some moments during the season just incredible. But um best preseason catch. But although you know, doesn't I'm I'm feeling kind of like um AI on this like it's practice you know like the oh, best, yeah. the best catch in practice still doesn't count right? absolutely yeah no 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 I mean it's it's I mean he certainly could become one of the best receivers in the game that talent level is certainly there but uh so and it's so good of chase Claypool right I mean he well was, you know, I don't know if Chase we, was quite this talented we we thought but didn't he call himself
1: top three wide out uh, in the see the
0: that that's that's one of the many I forgot see that's how many guys have done this I forgot guys that again had to go to any nearby media outlet to tell them they were the, they were truly great at um well uh how about at luck
1: is made ff kyle lindemann uh pickens isn't even the best wideout on his own team hashtag Deontay season mm-hmm. uh we haven't seen George Pickens be the best wideout yet,
0: right? No. I mean, he certainly caught more touchdowns than Deontay last last year. But you're right. I mean, as terms of, like, where the ball is going first uh, so far through his career, I mean, Deontay is the first look. And then George, does that change this year? Who knows? But, again, any truly—the best receiver in the world, whoever that person might be, is going to have a very good other receiver on the team, too, for them to be the best in the world. Um, you know, maybe Deontay's the best. Well, you know, if Deontay
1: puts up the stats this year, uh, well, let's, I mean, you sure you got Jefferson over in Minnesota. Yes. you would
0: probably be my pick right now. For right. best There's
1: still Cooper cop best in the world. Copp, in yeah. the world maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. But
0: I mean, but also, but like Jefferson, your entire plan when you play the Vikings is to stop him and very few teams do like <clears throat> that sounds right to me.
1: Let's do, we got some, uh, some odds and ends at camping to go on mm-hmm. to. Let's go to, back to at Carter Critiques. Christopher Carter, haven't seen Connor Hayward make a mistake yet. Seems like every time he gets a target, it's for a solid gain. This is kind of the, this is really the only connor hayward news i've heard really this week out of
0: camp it's just right it's just that he keeps doing things well i mean it's it's it it is surprising that a sixth round pick uh uh, uh, has been is going to a solid contributor to a team but it seems like is a guy that is going to be able to stick around for a while just because he can do a lot of different things without messing them up which is what you should strive to in any job I will, you know, I would have, I'll said a
1: year ago, Connor Hayward would have been my best, my biggest question mark. And I was like, ah, eh, this guy might not stick, but he's proven
0: me wrong. So chalk one up uh, against me for my haters. No, no, but I mean, but it's, but I don't think you were so wrong in that. Again, the sixth round pick who doesn't excel at any one thing. I mean, that's, that's gone bad a lot of times. So it was the guy, uh, 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 the one that had the big game against the Pats and ne- never any other time, the running back that would catch the ball. Dwyer? Dwyer? No, Dwyer? no, 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 no. He's from North Carolina. Carolina state at, uh, but anyway, at the big game when they beat uh, Brady and uh, Pittsburgh. Cause again, Belichick didn't care about him whatsoever and let the guy run for 130 yards in the Steelers escape. So
1: let, let Connor Hayward be the guy that everyone <laughs> burns you with. Like right? if you know, Hey, if their strategy is let Connor Hayward beat us, that's right. not a, that's not a horrible defensive strategy.
0: Absolutely not. And that, but it's also a thing that could happen. Yeah. To, I mean, it's, I, love you know, mm-hmm. I love
1: it. I love it. I love it. Let's, uh... <laughs> Moving on at Alex Kazora. Mm-hmm. Important note Miles Killabrew working as starting up back on punting. Marcus Allen held the, held that role but wasn't retained. Elijah Riley and Trey Norwood were the wings. I, you know, I'm focusing on special teams because I mm-hmm. know this is where those roster spots, Absolutely. the battles are going to be. So, you know, Miles killerbrew you know, from what I'm hearing, it looks like lost to rock. Oh, they Lord. love
0: Killebrew. He's going to be the captain again of special teams.
1: Um, you know, now, you know, we're, we're hearing Elijah Riley and Trey Norwood, too. So uh, these are safeties. And with Kazi, you know, maybe being hurt, I, you know, it's again the the these players are going to fill
0: roles uh on special teams they're going to count on the roster oh absolutely and wasn't and with riley isn't this I, correct me if i'm wrong i think this is his first full training camp because it didn't he come in late last year and late in training camp when someone else got hurt if i remember correctly. might have been cause when because he was up there too but yeah riley came in late last year so that, i think this is his first full camp with the team at uh but yeah i mean that's why you keep collecting these guys because eventually you're gonna need them and the the talk on I haven't heard
1: anything about Calvin Austin uh, returning kicks yet. I no, I, I,
0: I've seen a lot of deep passes. Yeah, uh, sometimes defended by uh, Patrick Peterson and sometimes by like Joey Porter Jr. So but... I'm
1: seeing Gunner in that role again. You know, you need an extra wideout because he's gonna if Gunner's returning, then. That affects. that's going to affect the trenches, I think. Or it's going to affect the roster somewhere.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, even with these, I mean, it, it, this could be one of those things that it sorts itself out just because look at all the injuries we've mentioned just yet after one practice and pads. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 they, I think after the A-B era, they were always, Tomlin was always a little wary of having uh, an important receiver returning kicks. So, yeah, that does have a trickle-down effect. One more thing on camp. Mm-hmm. At Trib
1: Sports, Tribune Review Sports, during his first training camp with the Steelers last year, Montrevious Adams discovered a Latrobe pizzeria that left such an impression he was craving it over the past 49 weeks between camps. You know, and again, these insiders, do they do they find out what the pizzeria is? I asked Chris Adamansky, Trib, mm-hmm. is he talking about uh os in Latrobe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that is the notable pizzeria. Are you you familiar with it Joey O's?
0: I'm not, but I did want to comment that what a great job of finding the right picture for the tweet. It looks like he's searching for that pizzeria (laughs) right now in that photo.
1: You know, Joey O's is, is, there is a Latrobe style. Okay. Which is, is you know, it's a little sweeter uh, sauce and crust because it's more like a pie crust. Um, You put that in the, you put it in a, a baking pan. Okay. And, you know, yeah. So it's a little different Latrobe style pizza. So, who knew uh-huh. you know?
0: wow, and and that, I mean then I was going to make a crack about, it. obviously, you couldn't have it delivered all the way from Latrobe to Pittsburgh, but maybe you could if it's something you couldn't if it's something that unique I, something that definitely why
1: couldn't you postmate from Latrobe? I mean that's I would assume
0: form. I mean it's that's true Montrevis Adams may not be a pro Bowler, but he can certainly afford the the good postmates in forty nine weeks once for a treat, yeah, he can afford <laughs> postmates' elite or whatever it is, <laughs> The special post but <laughs> they're
1: always like, do you want it for five quicker minutes, and I'm always like,. Mm. <laughs> And then I know from when I was driving Postmates, uh-huh. it, it doesn't always, you know, like, just because someone requests it quicker. Oh, yeah. Doesn't that, con-
0: you can't that doesn't it. That doesn't change traffic.
1: Yeah. But, or, yeah, mm-hmm. the subway who's just, <laughs> oh, I didn't see the order. Just no. Okay. All right. Um, moving on because it's Kenny year two. We got to.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, my God.
1: Thank Groomed.
0: Kenny. The, groomed. the yeah, grooming. Mm-hmm.
1: More grooming at Blitzburg. Blitzburg. PFF says Kenny Pickett's kryptonite is the middle of the field. Uh-oh. Kenny Pickett impressed as a rookie, but the Steelers were extremely poor at working the middle of the field. Um, ah, you know it's style points again. We heard this all last season. You know, oh the the uh, when they had the pictures of like the pass chart.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, or looked, the o- heat map is this thing said. So, <laughs> the is heat even, map, which is looks
1: it- like Steve Kerr's shot. Chart oh, the- I was
0: thinking of aliens when, like, they're on top of them inside the uh, 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 the enclosed space. But yes, you were going, you were saying. Anyway, mm-hmm. so
1: middle of the field is where Kenny Pickett hasn't been impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, I I can't argue. You know, sure right. he wasn't impressive because I don't think there was a ton of opportunity. He didn't take a lot of shots in the middle of field.
0: No, and I, I and obviously to become a more complete uh, quarterback and player, you have to be able to throw it everywhere and all that kind of thing. And I'm sure this was also part of the we're being more conservative uh, as opposed to more uh, after the bye. But um, but yeah, but I mean, again, I I there's so it, we're in this weird place now. Now that like actually practices and training camp have started, where it's like this isn't new information yeah (laughs) it's not like this heat map is like what was even happening in like the uh, uh, no pads practices the other week like this is a heat map from December like and, you know, 2022, 20, 20, or late, yeah, late 2022.
1: Well, you know, they asked Tomlin mm-hmm. about chunk plays and, you know, yes.
0: and let's see what, uh, let's see what he had to say
1: about it. Did he have anything to say about it? As you search for splash plays, you open yourself up to more negativity. And we had what? a rookie quarterback a year ago. You got to be mindful what? of getting him behind the chains and him what? absorbing and the collective absorbing too much negativity when they're young. We, he's a little bit older now. We're a little bit older now. And it's more or just about more calculated risk-taking in an effort to, to get a desired outcome. Uh, but that's just a fact. As you search for chunk plays, the potential for negativity is probably more prevalent, and uh, we just weren't interested in a whole bunch of negativity. It was part of the plan. It was part of the plan all along. <laughs> Yo, know, is it Canada? Is it Kenny? No, this was the plan. Let's not make mistakes let's mm-hmm. not turn the ball over and let's see if we can stick it around in games and it turns out it was not a bad strategy. i was gonna
0: say yeah and also I, I mean hopefully you get a chance to use that clip again we we aren't interested in more negativity which is an ongoing <laughs> thing but and i also did like we're all older now but um but yeah and also this the only context where chunk and splash are synonyms but <laughs> um but yes it uh no i mean but that, that i think that feeds into also the theory of the glengarry place which frankly a lot of the reports from camp have kind of suggested exist. Or at least, I mean, how many times you heard... I've heard, I think just casually having someone in the background in YouTube them talking about training camp or something, I've heard the word pony backfield more times than I did yeah. since uh, I, I want yeah. to say John L. Williams was back there.
1: Not since, uh, yeah, Michael Eric Vick and, uh, yeah. and...
0: Yeah, Pigre, yeah even and going, I, was, I forgot about Vick, but yeah, yeah. But even, yes, you can go back a long way to find out. Mm-hmm. Um... Okay. So yeah, so
1: maybe some Glengarry chunk plays in the mix. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Um okay, one more thing on Kenny. Uh, we've got a uh, we've got some new expectations here mm-hmm. at Yinzer Crazy Show. The Steelers' wideout room is the best we've seen in a few years, so Kenny Pickett has no excuses. We've heard no excuses from Canada. Mm -hmm. No excuses
0: for Kenny this year? I I think uh, second-year quarterback, there's a little bit of excuses, but there's fewer excuses because that's what Tomlin just told you. We're all older now it's he's older too. It is time to continually improve and keep uh, getting better. And Tomlin said that as well. And I think I would also piggyback on what the ends are crazy. People said is that the wide receiver room is the best we've seen in a few years. Okay. I, the offensive line is certainly better than we've seen in a few years.
1: That is a good point. If I only had some kind of sound effect.
0: <laughs> you agreed. That was good.
1: <laughs> All right, uh... Um. Oh gosh. One last thing on Kenny. We got to take a break, but one last thing. At sports media sucks. Sports media is a joke. Whoa, Joe Starkey saying twenty four touchdowns for Pickett. Everyone on the fan slurping up that black and gold Kool Aid that Tomlin is serving. So you know this. I'm worried about too much hype. If the yes. fa- if
0: the fan is now on board, right? Uh, with uh,
1: I mean twenty is twenty four touchdowns.
0: Well, a lot. For- I mean, it? I ha- I haven't seen. I mean, it, initially it feels like oh my god, it does. But I haven't seen the context of it, and does it include rushing touchdowns? Because there's going to be a bunch of times there'll be two or three yards out and Kenny runs it in or just jumps over to Pile. So I mean, I, I that that makes that number a little less like I'm clutching my chest, hearing it. Okay, you're
1: you're 24 total touchdowns. Yeah, that's what,
0: what the, I'm. I mean, at that I could. I mean, yeah, 20 because 24 touchdowns throwing that's more than one a game. Right, uh, yeah. for a team that's going to that has literally said we're going to run the ball. Okay, well,
1: let's uh, enough uh, enough first half talk because coming up in the second half we've got con season. Con season continues. Mm -hmm. I didn't think there's any more room. I guess (laughs) ninety. But whenever someone gets hurt, eight pounds always in that five pound bag. It's like
0: ninety roster spots. It's like a magic bag.
1: Somehow we've got like ninety three. I feel out of (laughs) ninety. Alright, uh, right, yeah, we'll talk Canada season, we'll talk, uh, no, we'll talk con season, we'll blame Canada, okay. uh, and we'll talk Call of Honor, not controversies, but, uh, I don't know, just something I have, something to complain about, we'll be a big surprise, all right, second half, coming up after this message. It's the second half.
0: I think we played to a, I think we played to a small lead in the first half. Yeah, it was like a controlled script. Uh, we we edged them out at the end. Field
1: goal. Yeah, but but
0: it's it's preseason, so yes. no, nothing counts. So yeah. even though I made a one-handed
1: right. grab in the first half on those uh, yeah 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 on and those I, Kenny takes. right, and
0: I definitely interfered with you on the next uh, play. Was so. it interference? Do you I, think it was? No, it interfer- I was shoving. I was shoving. But
1: do, you, but do you think that? Do you think there was interference on that?
0: No, pick? no. I mean, I I think because didn't they have the refs there? Or were the refs? I forget which day the refs were there. There was somebody uh, there. Yeah. Someone
1: talked to JP Junior after oh, like right. looking, giving him like, hey man, he caught it. Was right. You know?
0: I think there's going to be a lot of that to someone like, hey JP Junior, do. not not grab that dude like i think that's going to be something they're going to take a lot of work with
1: i'll mm-hmm. say clean catch then i'll say clean catch there you go and and you know me i uh <laughs> I what I, I i am part little league in the 90s <laughs> oh so. i didn't know that <clears throat> tried to put that in the past oh gosh are we ever going to start the second half perhaps let's get to the takes <laughs> Oh wait because it's con season <laughs> <laughs> I guess I can. We can play that every week, pretty much. Yes. I guess. At Josina Anderson, Josina Anderson, linebacker Quan Alexander has agreed to go to the Steelers. I'm told a starting spot nor a specific role was guaranteed to Alexander in advance of going to Pittsburgh. But if he proves worthy, he'll be trotted out there with the first group. There's way too many people playing
0: linebacker. <laughs> There's just it can't be. We there need, are a lot of guys playing linebacker. We need
1: secondary. We need you know what? Who, who, there's six inside linebackers now.
0: I guess, and I know the argument that like, well, today's inside linebacker is yesterday's uh, uh, safety. I'm like, okay, but that's still a lot of guys. It, um, a, and obviously that's where a lot of special teams are to come from. That Tanner Muse, all that. But yeah, it's it's a lot of guys. I mean, this is you know even now, this many years later, it continues to reverberate. The Ryan Shazier. Injury. That's what all of this is. I mean, uh, uh, I mean, maybe by this point they would have been trying to find a successor anyway. But um, but yeah, it's here we go again. It's another guy, a name I've heard of, which of course makes it a good signing. But um, but it's another guy that was a coverage inside linebacker that hopefully when they play can cover people. (laughs) <laughs> cover that's the yes. thing that our linebackers haven't been able to do since uh shazier right. right they yeah. haven't been able to cover they haven't been terribly good at hitting either but they've de- oh no they have been good at hitting they haven't been good at hitting but covering guys at uh hitting running backs have been good covering people no and my theory we got all these guys that can play
1: you know first down second down third down but we've got special teams to worry about and mm-hmm. at david m todd david todd A nice addition for the Steelers, but raises some questions about the guys in camp. Mark Robinson likely gets pushed further down. So we've got three guys who don't really play special teams. (laughs) Uh, Roberts, a little bit. Right, Roberts a little little bit. bit. Cole Holcomb doesn't play play special teams. Quan Alexander does not play special Special teams.
0: teams. Mark... Robinson has yet to play special teams. That, that perhaps should change. It, uh, I mean, because it's, it's, that's been something I've heard that people talking about, is that, hey, is, it, uh, is Robinson guaranteed a roster spot? And the fact that they keep bringing in, when like, a running back gets hurt, so they get another inside linebacker. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they keep bringing in the same guy. Like, it's, you've got to put two and two together there. Every linebacker has played for the Steelers. It's right. uh, there's none left. There are no linebackers left.
1: Um let's go to let's go back to at Jason Shetler, that sports mm-hmm. guy. Okay. Which Steelers free agent inside linebacker will be the most productive in twenty twenty three? Quan Alexander, number one, 45%. Mm-hmm. Cole Holcomb, 42%. Landon Roberts, 13 who I just read that he was their favorite guy right, in the and room. Right, and Easton,
0: very well so far through training camp. It, uh, but again, I think for the Steelers fans, it's A, they've heard of Alexander more, and B, I mean, you have those, he played well against the Steelers last year. I mean, that hit on Gunner, uh, they kept <laughs> showing that. I mean, it's, you know, and I'm sure Roberts, I don't remember if Roberts played in the Miami game against Pittsburgh or if he did anything, but I mean, it's pretty easy to remember the press. Since Alexander had in that game,
1: so if it's Cole Holcomb, mm-hmm. Landon Roberts, Quan Alexander, that's three. If Mark Robinson stays on the roster, that's four. So right. now you got Tanner Muse and the local guy
0: Kuyatkowski.
1: I want to say, yeah. So those are the guys that play special teams. Yes, are we looking at? two dogs, one bone for those
0: two, or... I, somebody suggested that exact thing yesterday, and I wish I could credit who it was, but yeah.
1: Could Mark I, Robinson be a, a bone and a dog I in think, this?
0: I, I think it seems like it would behoove him to play special teams or get more at it or better. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, because they have three guys with a lot of NFL experience now between Holcomb, Roberts, and Alexander. So
1: Alexander can play third down. He's like the... I feel like he's like Spillane on third down, uh, you know, in the dime coverage. Elanon Roberts is like the run stuff but then yeah. uh
0: I mean, I don't know. They say Quan Alexander has some rush moves too. I think it, it's whenever I start thinking about this and I fall into that exact same spiral that you just did. I think of that how much you hear about positionless football <laughs> and that these and, and, and that I don't think I think and I take Tomlin at his word. They aren't sure how all this is going to work out yet. Let these guys decide it. I mean, I'm sure they have some idea, but by letting them fight it out and then figure all that part of it out later, yeah.
1: This goes back to like I remember like in the '90s, the steel trap era where linemen and linebackers. All were in the had '90s numbers, yes. so that it would confuse the like everyone's a '90. We don't know who's the rush is coming from. Is it something like that where we're just going to see seven people lined up off the line of scrimmage and four might rush? Right.
0: I think that's the problem with it. But each of those guys is going to be the exact same size. I think is the problem. That's the difference through <laughs> the, the '90s. Each of these guys is going to be like: is that guy a safety? Is that guy an inside linebacker? Well, who really cares? They're the same size, dude. And it's and we'll put our uh, uh, tackle on them and they won't go. And we're anywhere. all just
1: watching Minka and TJ anyway. So right. All right. These right. Other... Exactly.
0: And Larry O and Camp. All yeah. these gray faces in uh, <laughs> middle middle faces linebacker. Faces are getting grayer. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Enough. Enough con season. Uh, yeah. Let's go on. Let's let's oh, let's God. play the hits. Time to it's it's. Play Canada! Play Canada! It's time to play the hits twenty four seven on Canada FM. <laughs> You're home for the hottest hits in Canada. Takes. <laughs> <laughs> starting with. <whistles> at no starting with there it is yeah. at. Miked Up Sports 1, Mike Nicastro. Write this on your notepad the next handful of Sundays prior to kickoff. I will not blame Matt Canada for everything. I will not blame Matt Canada for everything. I will not blame... The 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 bandwagon is open. It's been two weeks open. I declared it open. And now we've got this guy, Mike Nicastro, jumping on the Canada bandwagon. Um... Can't blame Mad Canada for everything, right? Who else are we blaming it on? Well, I
0: mean, I think you started to see that. I think we're going to see some blaming it on Kenny. I think we're going to see some uh, blaming it on the new offensive line. I mean, it's, you know, you can also, you can blame, uh, in a lot of ways, blaming Canada is uh, an equally acceptable way of blaming Tomlin. So, I mean, since they're so tied together, so that counts as that. I think... after you know, I mean, as much as uh, people like the one-handed uh, practice catches, going and telling anyone that you're going to be the best in the world when things don't work out, I think there might be some blame uh, for George to the extent that should anything go wrong, there's certainly be blaming Deontay. It, uh, it's uh, I don't think we're going to get to uh, blaming Pat. I don't think there's going to be a okay. lot of prior mouth uh, 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 unless it's a specific play. But even then, I think it, yeah, I think the blame hierarchy is Canada Tomlin. Kenny offensive line uh uh Deontay George wide receivers I think I laugh at that and I I, I,
1: there's some there'll there'll be some nausea in there too. yeah I want to
0: put that yeah I I want to put that down there as well yeah I oh man now I want to put him above (laughs) the wide receivers just because he was the first round draft pick and it's the third year and you're supposed to be able to pay running backs with like a nickel you found in the couch so yeah I like to take
1: that George Pickens is taking on some of this heat to to take it off Deontay Deontay's the uh Public enemy. It's so. not
0: crazy. I mean, it's 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 it's. I mean, I don't know if he's consciously doing that, but it, that that certainly will be a side effect of this.
1: I like they were like, we're going to room you with Alan Robinson, the vet, the 10-year mm-hmm. Penn State vet. We're mm-hmm. going to
0: teach you how to act like a pro. Mm-hmm. And day two, it's uh, best in the world. Right. It's um, the best in the world. And you know who sucks? These Hall of Fame guys. Yeah. Who, I've, who I haven't gone up against, Right? Really. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I Was Howard playing in the Dolph again? I don't, I don't know, even remember. Don't it. Uh, yeah. And it's, I didn't play the Rams with Ramsey. So, no. It, um Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: well, hey, well, the blame game is we're only uh, we're only sixty days away from the blame game. <laughs> no, thirty days away.
0: Right, right, right. Oh yes, no, the clock continues to Ooh, tick. The blame mm-hmm. game is uh, we'll be here. Okay, <laughs> um, at Pickensburg,
1: Pickensburg, ain't no way, brah. He got the picture of Matt Canada signing a toilet seat at camp, um. I think this is a pretty boss move, actually. I was going
0: to say, this really speaks well of Canada. I mean, this is to show a good, what a good sport you are to be able to deal with something that, at best, is only kind of rude. And at worst, is insanely rude. <laughs> yeah. But, uh...
1: Um. You know, the dude who asked him to take a picture, or asked him to sign the lid, said that it was an Instagram challenge. He just wanted to see what was the weirdest thing that he could get players to
0: sign. Uh-huh.
1: But, you know when you bring a toilet seat, right? When you bring
0: a toilet, I mean the only, I mean the only way this could have been more uh, mm-hmm. egregious is to come with a urinal cake, which, yeah. but yeah, but because this it, it means the same thing. It, uh, well, I mean, not to be that guy, but I mean that guy, that guy looks exactly like you would think the guy who gets the toilet bowl signed <laughs> by Matt Canada it looks like
1: at Steelers, U at Steelers, you on Instagram, and we got the pic. He he did say, have you ever signed a toilet seat before? It wasn't like
0: you know, yeah, like a like oh, Steelers crappy yeah, offense right. or something. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh but I do, I mean, extend Canada right yeah, there. I mean,
0: that's I, I, a really, that's a genuinely classy move on Canada's part. Because if, cause if you complain about it at all or make it a thing, then it's like a thing. But here you just sign it, and it's us making fun of this uh, 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 guy.
1: And one more thing on Canada... Let's go to Edwin Sphere. Edwin, because it's like, how can you blame the play calling when we haven't even had a game yet? Well, Edwin Sphere knows how to. What on earth is this play design? This is a preseason, this is a camp video from Uh the sidelines. Right. Right, from uh, (laughs) someone with their Zapruder camera. What on (laughs) earth is this play design? Looks like it's from the Madden playbook where four receivers run four-yard comebacks slash hooks. Even in camp, Canada can't get the offense together. Is it too early to criticize the Canada office? I mean,
0: it, it, you can criticize. It, it feels like, weirdly, you can criticize outcomes, but it's hard for me to criticize the alignment in camp because, uh, if nothing else, they're genuinely supposed to be learning. I mean, I, 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 I maybe this is what Canada did, and maybe it's going to be the worst play ever, but it's also entirely possible that uh, somebody, potentially somebody who's not going to have a job in a month, is in the wrong place.
1: Let, I'll frame it like this. You you can frame it however the hell you want to frame it oh thanks coach it's like during the season we've seen people argue about what exactly the tape shows we've had yes. charlie batch tell people nope you're seeing the play wrong so on this camp
0: play right
1: where we don't have even is it even an all 22 i don't even know what this is this no even- i mean
0: it's it's a person with a phone we're <laughs> assuming um Hey, but you know this guy's got a blue check mark. So okay, well that's <laughs> he's of, he has eight pots. He's official.
1: <laughs> All right, and uh, let's. Uh, I think we got the band trying to on the. some odds and ends actually just the only odds and ends we're talking uh hall of honor mm-hmm. let's get to the hall of honor takes hall of honor takes yes <whistles> at joey bag of donuts joey bag of donuts nice to see james harrison welcomed by the team again considering how he left so mm-hmm. the, the class of 2023 mm-hmm. james harrison all-time sack leader mm-hmm. Ray Mansfield, center for two Steel Curtain Super Bowls. Jerry mm-hmm. Mullins, offensive line for uh, mm-hmm. some Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Aaron Smith, defensive uh, Stallworth for the 08 era. Mm-hmm. James Harrison, is it? I kind of thought, man, it might a little bit too early considering how he exited, you know, why can't we wait? Maybe we'll put Hampton and Ike and Joey yeah. Porter before we get to Debo. But no, it's a, it's Debo in before all those yeah,
0: guys. Yeah, I mean, I, I was a little surprised by that too. I mean, obviously Debo was always going to get back in, and we don't know what's gone on behind the scenes and all that. Um, but yeah, but I mean, the Hall of Honor has, you know, lived up to its billing as it is. Finally, somebody created the Hall of Very Good. These are the guys who aren't going to the Hall of Fame. These Uh, are like,
1: in this case, it's like the Hall of Super Good. Right?
0: Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's right. The ones that, but they're still due to many different reasons, aren't going to the Hall of Fame, which is exactly what the Hall of Honor should be for. I mean, I could see waiting another year or so with the Hall of Honor, and a nice thing for Harrison, but I mean, the nice thing about it is, is uh, they don't have to listen to anyone else. They can just do whatever they want with it, so it's not like five years, or it's it's not like that bizarre system in Canton where (laughs) the one sports writer has to make the entire high school debate uh, pitch for one player, and you have to merge with the New York Jets faction in time, and all this. It's like the iowa caucuses yeah Yeah. it's exactly what it's like even like more bizarre and uh, shadowy smoke room so yeah so it's i mean harrison was always going to make it i thought it was a little bit soon but i mean when he comes charging out on what what's alumni weekend this year is it jacksonville when he comes out they're still going to cheer so i mean that's and we're going to forget about him texting people being like do you have any idea that new england patriots have a plane just for free agents like Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, well,
1: let's, uh, well, I'll let the takes for the speak for themselves. Let's go to at the real Birdman ASB. James Harrison is a quitter embarrassment to the franchise. Let's put an AB in next year. <laughs> um, I, you know, yeah, I, I don't know the circumstances with Harrison, but, uh, it, you know, it was it's, it's, it's it was
0: more. It was somewhat similar to AB. It was. He didn't want to play. Uh, I mean, he didn't not show up to the game, which I think is one of those like real kind of egregious line in the sand kind of things. But he was not paying attention in meetings. He was not getting much playing time because the rise of TJ Watt on that team and the uh, age his age. Yes. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, all those things. Yeah. So it's it's he did. It, it was. I mean, he was maybe the first quiet quitter. Uh, we're not sure how quiet it was. <laughs> (laughs) Actually, uh, behind closed doors, but uh, Harrison might have been the first one to do it. I mean, that's why when you watch those videos of like Harrison sack compilations, it is bizarre how it ends with him like hitting Blake Bortles uh, 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 in the AFC Championship game for the Pats. Yeah, um, I I made a bet with
1: Wexel uh, back mm -hmm. then that if they ever did a thirty for thirty on Harrison, that they would
0: include those. Patriot sacks. Absolutely. it um you kind of have to. I mean, it was it was pretty cool though uh watching him walk through the uh, Eagles confetti at that Super Bowl mm-hmm. and that slow walk back to the locker room.
1: Um okay, more hot takes on Hall of Honor. How is this a hot take at Schneid 3306. 91 is wildly underrated still. Incredible career. Aaron Smith. Now, every Tweet every article about Aaron Smith in the wake of this uh, Hall of Honor announcement used the word underrated. Mm-hmm. underrated, everyone underrated, underrated, and I get yeah, sure. If if you're the national media, yes. you don't know who that and, was the context they meant it in. That's the context because every Steeler fan is like he's so underrated, and I'm thinking mm-hmm. Aaron Smith is 14th on the all-time Steelers earning list, mm-hmm. more than Debo.
0: Yeah, he was. Sports Illustrated named him All-Decade Team. And they took so much crap for that, if you remember. Pete, what's his name, who made that, had to like put out an entire article explaining how the Steelers' defense worked because <laughs> people were so mad because they, they wanted over... a guy with like a million sacks there were so many guys straight with...
1: they would put him over straight in.
0: yeah i mean yeah. That, and they wanted so but that and that's exactly why yeah I, I i always thought this you know the underrated thing was a response to that because folks were i mean this is i don't think there's a lot of social media going on when that was around but that would have been that would have been seen as like the hottest take putting aaron smith on that team which they absolutely deserved to be I mean, I can't argue it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, 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 four, and what
1: surprised me was that he was 14th all time earnings. Right. You know? Because they had to keep signing him because no one <laughs> else could do the
0: job. <laughs> so it's hard to be underrated when you're making more than james harrison but i think but i think that that's i mean i think underrated in two things is that one uh uh, nationally and two like you can put this if you squint really hard and like throw out a lot of facts you can kind of make up an argument where harrison goes to the hall of fame but like there's no way statistically to get aaron smith there even if he wasn't how even if he was a hall of fame level talent which he very well might have been it's just that's not a stat there's no stat to say it. No, you're right. You're I think you're right about that. Um speaking of the highest earners,
1: which of these highest earners will make the Hall of Honor? These are the mm-hmm. uh these are the ones above Aaron Smith. Ben, obviously. hmm Cam? Yeah. Obviously. Pouncey.
0: Mm-hmm. A.B.? Like a long time from now. Long like I, I think there'll be, at some point, there's going to be like an A.B. rehabilitation tour. Will there be a 30 for 30? Will there be a podcast? Will there be a public something or other? But yeah, someday within our lifetimes, there. I, there there's your hot take. There will be some push to rehabilitate A.B. What, will we hear a lot about concussions? Will we hear a lot about something else? But there will be a campaign uh, while we are still on this earth. Okay. So A.B. we're putting in. Troy is already in. Yes. Lawrence Timmons. I'd be surprised if he didn't just because that Tomlin's first pick, a guy that could do anything. And another one of those guys that he was very good in his era. If he played in another era, he might have been even better still. Uh, DeCastro. See, this is the first one where I'm like, maybe not. This is the first one you've had where I'm like, maybe not. But even then, I would think yes Uh, to it. This is the first one you had where I think probably no. I mean, it's good, but, I mean, didn't win a championship. Very good player. Really good guy. And I think no one has on, on the team has ever felt bad about why he left. I don't think there's ever been the slightest bit of resentment about What a terrible story. Eight all-time highest paid. That surprised me. Well, second-round pick playing defensive line at that time, and he got that big extension. I mean, he was dominant when he could play. He was hurt a lot even before the end there. TJ? Yes. Obviously yeah, Obviously, Joe Hayden. I... Think I'm gonna say yes, but that's that's the most on the line one we've had so far. Uh, big snack Hampton, of course, yes. Hines is already in mm-hmm.
1: Ike Taylor, yes, yes.
0: And and, and and if nothing else, I mean, he would have been anyway. But the fact that Ike is also still an employee of the team, yeah, uh, it certainly yeah. helps.
1: Uh, well, yeah, and and not even on that list is Joey Porter, who I think is obviously uh, our
0: lock for that as well. Um,
1: but you know, it's just inflation is crazy how these paid lists go because. Uh, yeah, a guy like Tuit is up there. A guy like Joey Porter is not. Right, absolutely, yes. At uh... okay, let's. I guess just let's just do one last thing, maybe. Okay. How about let's go to you know, let's go to at old time football. Old time football. Ray Mansfield kicks a point after wow. in the 1976 AFC divisional game. Um... This just made me think, like, you know, we're always trying to eliminate kicks or eliminate, you know, like, maybe we need to eliminate kickers. Another player on the roster has to kick the extra points. Like, here was
0: Ray Mansfield uh, back in 76. Kenny kicked a field goal the other day. Didn't him and Mitch kick a field goal?
1: That was from the 17-yard line, yeah.
0: I mean, that's, uh, uh, I, I've seen Ben punt multiple times. It, uh, it was He was fine at it. I mean, it's given, you know, uh, 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 that the entire other team thought fail. Or you know, I mean, and he would, but he had a few decent poach punts that I remember seeing in person.
1: Um, the one thing that they've been saying about Ray, which I think is interesting, is like when Noel Kolch C- Noel came in, he only kept like five players or six mm-hmm. players, and this was one of them. So. Oh yeah, and that speaks to yeah, and it how bad those teams were. But yeah, know, and everyone thinks Mike Webster when you think Steel Curtain, mm-hmm. and so this is probably I wonder, you know, they said Stan Severin asked for two
0: be to make it and i kind of wonder if this is one of the ones you oh for, for. okay well i mean it's it's yeah i mean that's how i first found out about the hall of honor was listening to snr in 2020 and, and stan uh on uh, you know revealing the names you know,
1: uh, last word to at PGH Nittany, Kathy Cass was hoping
0: we would have included Stan as an automatic entry
1: given this year. Um, yeah, why not?
0: Why I, 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 have, I, I have no doubt in my mind the Steelers will do many classy tributes to Stan Safran, uh at, at, during this season.
1: Well, I think... You're exactly right. I think you're exactly right. Okay. Um, That's what we've been talking about. Is. Hey, let's keep the conversation going, maybe on social media. I'm on TikTok. <laughs> TikTok's where I'm having the most fun, so there me up you there. you go. At Kyle Christ. Greg, how about yourself? I've
0: been, as much as you can enjoy social media, I've been enjoying Instagram. That's uh, at Greg Benevent, V as in Bravo, E-N-E, V as in Victor, E-N-T. If you're in the L.A. area, I don't think anyone is, but... <laughs>
1: If you know anyone in the LA area, August twelfth, come see me at Flapper's Comedy you Club You gotta see in the Burbank. show. I'm
0: going to be there. It's going to be a hoot. We're there every Saturday. We did. Right.
1: I, maybe we should be promoting that. I I've wondered week.
0: about that. We should mention that. Yes. And, um, yeah. You want
1: to see some comedy? Uh, <laughs> go see Matt Rife. If you want to see, if you want to see me. <laughs> All right. Until next week, keep listening to your coach. Be the best selves. That's going to be required.
0: Stay in school.